Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. All right. Welcome today. Yeah. We are being weird. Today, it's okay to be weird. What does that even mean? Well, it means authentic. It means the truth of who you are. It means you're being exactly what you mean to be, how you feel, and how you are designed to be. I'm not talking about doing stupid stuff, but today, episode 634 of Your Ultimate Life, if you're trying to create a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy... The one ticket to get there quickly is to be yourself, to be yourself. Now, yesterday, yesterday's episode, Tony was talking about authenticity and being yourself and learning to be, he called it being schmaltzy, and I love that. And <clears throat> he's invited me to speak in an event later in the year that he's putting on down in Florida, and that's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm stoked about that, and it made me want to follow up his conversation yesterday with talking about being authentic. And it's okay to be weird is a phrase that I use with clients sometimes who have a sense of what they're supposed to do. I've had one client, I've had many clients for multiple years, but there's one client I've had for many years, like going on eight, I think, who uh, had a story about what was okay to do and not do. Now, we all have boundaries and things that we don't want to do, <clears throat> because it's not who we are, we believe that that's not right. Like some of the stuff going on in Europe right now is atrocious beyond measure, and no sane person looking at that thinks it's okay to bomb women and children. Nobody thinks that, and you can make up whatever you want. So I'm not talking about that kind of weird. What I am talking about is <clears throat> the artificial boundaries that we create around what's okay that don't have anything to do with what's really okay or not okay. It has to do with wittot, that fungus that we all have sometimes. Wittot is what I think others think. So all of us were given a story. The story we were given growing up is what we are supposed to do, how we're supposed to fit into the world. You know, what's okay to be like, and it used to be, you know, girls did this and boys did that, and there's a lot of uh, career-wise, a lot of boundary pushing there, and a lot of that's really good. And every time you challenge boundaries, sometimes we go too far, and then we have to back up, and we have to reassess and evaluate, and that's all fine. That's part of normal <laughs> growth process. In fact, there's a book that I have um, writing. I haven't finished it yet, but it'll finish sometime. Uh, I don't know if it's scheduled for this year's release. I've got three books coming out this year. And I don't know if it's this year or next year. It might be. But anyway, it's titled Failure, The Art and Science of Challenging Boundaries. And failure just means getting a, an, an outcome that you didn't mean to get. It's not as good as you wanted, or otherwise we call it miraculous. If it's better than we thought, it's miraculous. And if it's worse than we thought, then what is it? Yeah, okay, failure. This podcast is a call to authenticity. It, and I know that's an overused word. It's a call to live into your own uniqueness. Now, this picture behind me 
if you're watching the video, and I hope you are, and if you're not, if you're hearing it on the podcast, jump over on YouTube, Ultimate Life Formula. The YouTube channel is Ultimate Life Formula, almost like this when you're Ultimate Life, but I use Ultimate Life Formula because I'm giving formulas there. The videos are sometimes a little longer, and then I get to use slides and demonstrate some things. Now, I've started putting this podcast on there, starting with episode 600 uh, videos, and we're at now 634, because I want to be able to use pictures like this to demo stuff. This picture is an orchestra. It's an orchestra and a big auditorium in front of people, right, performing, and they're getting ready to perform. Now, imagine this. Sometime, when I was going to school, if you were in band, you were a nerd, right? The band nerds, the music nerds, you were, you were weird, right? And I was in marching band, and that was double weird because you put on a uniform and went out and did weird stuff in the field. Well, the band weird group had its own little clique, and you know all about that in high school. But here is this. This is okay. It's okay to follow your dream, to follow your passion, and to be who you want to be. So later today, I'm going to sing a song on a, on a Facebook Live, and it's going to be streaming to YouTube also. Now, I'm telling you this as I record the episode, and this won't be out for several days, so it'll be way too late to see that. But I want you to look for that video, and it's about singing. And I'll tell you why that's important. <clears throat> because singing, for me, has been a bugaboo. And why has it been a bugaboo? Well, <clears throat> I've done a lot of professional things. I've been a keyboard session player. I've played on records. I've been a producer for albums that did really well. I've done some work for AM Records, which you may or may not know anymore. But that's, you know, Janet Jackson and some of the uh, some stars, Def Jam and some of those others came out of AM. But anyway. <clears throat> When I ran the studio, I did work for them. And so I'm saying all that to say, yay, I did some cool stuff. But not, not that it matters except to give you permission to follow your dreams and be weird. One of the things I love to do is I love to have a singer-songwriter come in to the studio. And they can only do one thing, right? They sang. Maybe they played guitar. Maybe they played keys, piano or something. And they didn't have anything else. And what I loved to do and was really good at was helping them produce the whole thing. Like I was a great arranger. So whether the song was jazz or rock or, or hip hop or R&B or whatever, I knew how to arrange and I knew how to play the parts. So I had a lot of synthesizers and a lot of drum machines and stuff like that. And I had, a, I had one guy come in, who was doing a whole album and he was um, a very, very popular resort band. They were called the Tut Band and in Phoenix at the time. And now this is many years ago. So I don't know that if they're still playing or not. But anyway, they came in to do an album. And they had the whole band, right? A keyboard and all the stuff. But they brought in also a lot of synthesizers. And they did all their programming ahead of time. So they were prepared to minimize the session time. And there was a time when uh, they were putting, you know, putting some tracks down. And they wanted to play some solos that were live. You know, improv solos as part of the the chorus and the breakdown and stuff of the piece, and this is mostly R&B, and they had a keyboard player, and he was one of the brothers, the Tut brothers, so he was one of the brothers, and he was going to play it, and I had played some stuff for him as part of whatever, I don't know, and then all of a sudden the band leader said, uh, yeah, you know, Kellen, I want you to do this, and the keyboard player, I looked at him, I thought, oh dear, he said, no, 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 we're all good, I want you to, I want you to do this, so I you know, laid down some stuff and bead weird, right? Just did everything I could give him. And it was very complimentary. Uh, the, the band leader, and, you know, I don't know if this is 
uh, politically appropriate, but what he actually said to me is he squinted his eyes and looked at me kind of funny, and he said, you sure you ain't got no black blood in you? And it was funny because he meant that I, it was a compliment, right? I had soul and rhythm and could do his stuff, and the keyboard player said, man, I can't do that. And so it was, a, it was a fun thing, but I was being weird, meaning being authentic, being true, and just being into that music and into that situation. And so they kept it, and it stayed on the album, and blah, blah, blah. So here's the question. What does it mean to be weird? Well, it means to have permission and to have the courage to be unique, to be all you, all in, all the time. That's what it means. And it's what I mean when I say it's okay to be weird. It is okay. You have permission right now. And tomorrow we're going to talk about what happens if you really do that. But today we're just really focused on the permission. And the next, so we've talked about what weird is. And now we want to talk a little bit about what is, what is it, what does it mean to be you? Well, it means that you discover, develop, and serve with your divine gifts. Gee, where have you heard that before? This whole program is developed your ultimate life. And I mean that in the most profound way. Your ultimate life of purpose, prosperity, and joy is yours to have, and it is on the other side of discovering, developing, and serving with your divine gifts. God put us here to be happy. He put us here to find those gifts and to serve each other with them, whether they're writing or reading or loving or, or a hundred other things, a thousand other things. You have those gifts, and the choice you have to make and I have to make is leaning into those gifts with all of our hearts leaning into them with all of our courage and then serving the daylights out of everybody we can with our gift. So why be you? Well, the first reason to be you is that is the quickest way to joy. What do I mean by that? <clears throat> well, we're long past the conversation about self-indulgence and being you, meaning doing whatever you want, me, me, me. I don't mean that. I mean the feelings that you have, I know you have, about gifts, about talents, about things you want to pursue and things you want to be. Like there are stories all over the place of people who were supposed to do this and they didn't want to and they were forced to or felt they were, and they were miserable and then, you know, bad things happened all the way from suicide to a miserable life to finally later breaking out and doing that thing, right? The Kennedy's story, one of them was going to be a lawyer and didn't want to be, and, and, you know, that was what he was supposed to do, and finally he did something else. I mean, those stories are all over the place. You have a calling. You do. Okay, I'm, I'm acknowledging it. I'm saying it. I'm saying it out loud. You have a calling, and you have the gifts to go with it. Go find it. And it's okay to be whoever you need to be and pursue whatever you need to pursue to do that. Now, often I hear, you know, oh, I can't. It's too late. I have obligations. I have to make money. Okay, build a ramp. You don't have to jump off a cliff and walk away from everything you're doing. I'm not advocating that. But if you have a calling to do something, explore it. Say yes. Cut down on social media and other personal time to pursue this most powerful of personal time. Do that. Here, now, you're invited. You're, you're, you have permission to the extent you, you needed it. <laughs> One of the things I say in what I call my North Star is that I, Kellen, I am the ultimate catalyst for personal transformation. And what I mean by that, a catalyst is a chemical that makes a reaction happen that wouldn't otherwise happen. 
So I make people, I help people, not make them, I help people do things they wouldn't do otherwise. And that is pursue these gifts and talents. So you have permission to do that. And the second line of that, after I'm the ultimate uh, catalyst for personal transformation, is in a practical way, I give energy, example, encouragement, and permission to those ending addiction to mediocrity. Because when we do less than we can, when we be less than we are, we are choosing to settle for mediocrity. Now, that may be bold, and you may may be mad at me for saying it, and I don't care, because it's true. You could be more. You can do more, and you can have more, more joy, more contentedness, more impact, make a bigger difference, make a bigger business if that's what you want to do. You can do that right now, today. You can start. And if you have to build a ramp because you have circumstances and things in your life that you can't suddenly quit, okay, then do that. Now, the last thing I wanted to, to talk about today is a quote, and I can't remember who it's attributed to. It might be um, <clears throat> uh, Eckhart Tolle or Werner Erhardt. Eckhart Tolle, I think. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Be yourself because everyone else is already taken. What does that mean? Well, <clears throat> it means that we have these memes in society about what it means to be cool. Memes about what it means, right? We have these tropes, these ideas, these thoughts, these standards that we hold up. And we are now culturally in the process of challenging that. It was a huge thing about body shape and being skinny and weighing a certain amount and having a certain size and everything. And we're getting past that now because you see on commercials, men and women of all different sizes and shapes being used for advertising, and that's wonderful. Why? Because that more fully represents who we all are. Like the number of people that are the, the, the used to be sort of ideal is really few, and the number of people that had mental problems and self-image issues and real struggles because they weren't that thing were huge. You know, all kinds of cases of eating disorders and starvation and all this nonsense because they were supposed to be a certain way, and we're getting a little bit past that. But there is a ton more to do. That's just with the body shape piece. That's a molecular thing. How about fitting in with the gifts and talents you have? How about not fitting in at all? How about just choosing to lean in to the gifts that you've been given? Maybe it's a gift of empathy. Maybe it's a gift of teaching. Maybe it's a gift of understanding some complex thing and explaining it well. Maybe it's a gift with children. Maybe it's a gift with animals. Maybe it's a gift of just noticing people and being one who is always empathetic. You might think I'm crazy, but there is a way to turn every single one of those into a business. Every single person has gifts and talents they could turn into a business if they wanted, and it's easier today than it's ever been in the history of the world to do that. I'm saying that again. It's easier today than it's ever been in the history of the world because you can reach the world. Before, you were limited as to your audience, to those locally, and if you did newspaper ads and things like that, you know, it was difficult to expand your reach. Today, you can reach all around the world. I don't care what you teach. I don't care what you're great at. I don't care what you love. Your audience is the world, and all you need to do is, number one, overcome the fear of what you'll be judged as for being your authentic self and leaning in to what you truly do well. 
overcome that fear, and then make a choice to move into and serve from that place. That is the key. You have permission. You are needed. Your breath, your experience, your life, and your love is in high demand. And what I know from my own experience and that of others is if you lean into that, you'll have great success and make great progress as you create your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet on the ground.